You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gilio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. No timeouts. Right now, it's a 58 yard try. Catch made. Can he get out of bounds? Ball's out! He caught it and lost it! And the Lions are on it! Trey Flowers back in the game after having left injured. Right place, right time. Unbelievable. Honestly, I don't I don't know. Like I say, I don't I don't I'm in this twilight zone. I don't know what this is really. And I'm sure I've been in a tie before as a player. For some reason I can't remember that, if it was, so I don't know. It's just I, I have to there again, I just go back. I'm just proud of the way that they played, man. They snapped back. We were better than we were two weeks ago. Welcome on in, Beck QL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Monday with so much to react to in the NFL off of Week 10. We will look forward to Monday Night Football. There was some great college stuff going on, college basketball, football, but it's an NFL show today, including the voice there of Dan Campbell after the Lions and the Steelers tie, a 16-16 tie at Heinz Field. Uh, we'll get to the people who didn't realize that was possible. But guess what? Here's all that matters for us and our audience. Lions plus eight, Lions plus eight and a half, wherever you got it. Lions plus nine earlier in the week. That was the right play. Who cares if Dan Campbell wins the game? He won me a bet yesterday, Joe. I love Dan Campbell now. He covered. Yeah, and there is some controversy with that finish, even though it's just mind-boggling to me that you could play in this league and not understand the rules once you get to overtime. But, hey, it's not like Najee Harris is betting on it like we are. We need to know that crap. Uh, but, you know, with that tie and so much ha- going on yesterday, I wouldn't say it was the best Sunday ever, but you just had a, a potpourri of events that we'll go over this morning on the show. But with that tie, how did your survivor pool handle it? Well, some said, sayonara, you get 10 weeks. And some people ended on that miserable football game. I say, thank God it ended at a tie because that means that it ended in some way. And then there are also uh, that very popular prop bet. Some sports books say, will the Detroit Lions go winless? Some say, will the Detroit Lions go 0-17? If you bet that, check your rules. I saw people sending me screenshots of some legal sports books that put in the same line. Will the Detroit Lions go have a winless season? And then it says 0-17. So they could get out of this possibly. How are they going to handle this? Uh, I guess that's the one cool part about that game because it was a rough watch. Yes, that was bad, Aaron. A tie yesterday, but Joe's right uh, that the, depending on the fine print, there some people could have been uh, either happy or screwed. Or I mean, either way, right. if you took the Lions, you won because the Lions covered easily. Right. And then what about the people who had the Steelers and Survivor? I mean, they're probably annoyed as well, right? Well, they're yeah. I mean, I already heard from someone who's not happy. <laughs> It's too bad. It's in the rules. Yeah, read your rules. It's right there. Yes. So you have to is... survive, which means you have to win, not tie. Yeah. Goodbye. So in your, is that is that all Survivor contest, or is that just yours? How, how does Circa work? So, because the way I think of Survive is, if you don't lose, you have you've survived. But is that do you have to win? Is that the way the rules break out? You have to win the game. In mind, you have to win. I think it depends on the size of the pool. The people that have larger pools end up uh, having that rule. In Circa, you are out if you don't win. So, for example, I'm in five different ones. I run one of them. Uh, four of the five I'm in, if you don't win, you're out. Here, here's how I look at it, Joji. And you're right. Some, peop- some people brought up that point 
I asked on Twitter, the majority of people said that if you don't win, you should be eliminated. Uh, how I look at it is, let's say we go 18 weeks and you have three people tied. Two of the three people went 18 and 0. One person went 17, 0 and 1. Is that fair? No, it's not. You, you got to win. You got to win. Right. That, that's yeah. how I look, I look at it. But just the term by calling it survivor, I hear where you're coming from. Yeah. And, and the, the names of these contests have changed over the years. But Survivor it is. The Steelers, I guess, are out. The Lions, well, they didn't lose. Well, that's good for them. But there's a lot to get to here, including let's just start with the big picture, AFC, and, and really last night. We'll, and we'll work our way through a lot of reaction today. Because yeah. last night, and we've been waiting for it, we've been waiting for this really the entire season, is the moment we say the Chiefs are back. And it's going to take more than one victory over the Raiders. And that was an impressive victory. More than one impressive victory but from the Chiefs. For everyone to say that but in an afc that looks like anybody could win it if you shovel dirt on the chiefs three or four weeks ago <laughs> don't you have to have one of those like big gulps you're like you get in those movie scenes like uh-oh like uh-oh like the afc is wide open and i don't know if the chiefs are back yet but that was impressive and joe mahomes last night he's back like that was mahomes that we got used to for all these years 400 yards five touchdowns i didn't even left a couple throws on the field and he did all that that was impressive last night, what Kansas City did in Las Vegas. If that Mahomes is going to be here the rest of the season, his MVP candidacy is not done. Because sure. even though Josh Allen is the favorite and he will remain the favorite this week, I'm not sure that uh, he's got it locked up. I'm not sure that there's any player. Like, we were making a case for Brady, who was the second favorite going into Sunday, and he was terrible. So if you get that Mahomes, well, 80-1 to 1 last week curious to see where he opens up tomorrow morning at a lot of books uh you say are the chiefs back i say are the raiders back second half raiders are back right uh oh i mean i know there's a lot going on inside that organization understandably so uh last year they start off six and three then they go two and five to finish eight and eight 2019 they start off six and four looking good they finish one and five to go seven and nine on the season lose at the giants last week lose at the Chiefs, lose against the Chiefs this week. But this could be their own doing. I mean, that's going to be the natural reaction. Are the Chiefs back? Are the Super Bowl contending Chiefs back? The team that we've been waiting for all season. There's still so much time left in the year. I understand taking that approach. However, I mean, the Raiders were on record. Their coaching staff went on record. They're like, we're going to do what we do. Instead of doing what's worked against Kansas City with a number of teams in the league, they decided, oh, we're above that. We're going to do what we do. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. You got to play a certain way to take down this Kansas City team. Yeah, it's like the Chiefs said, no, no, no. We're going to do what we do, and we're going to crush you 41-14. Yep. Have fun with that. The Raiders' defense looked terrible. I mean, I that game plan was not good in Mahomes. You got to give him credit, you know, taking so much criticism. Joji, you said it best. We kept waiting week after week after week. When is this chiefs team going to show up? And it seems like from everything I was reading and listening to post game that Mahomes, you know, kept saying, I, you know, was trying to fix mistakes. We all were, and I didn't lose confidence and I kept practicing harder week after week. And, you got to think, you know, he is back. And that's what you expect from your starting quarterback, not to lose confidence despite what what had been going on. Um, just a slow start. And it seems like hopefully they're getting it together. 
I, yeah. you know, I, what's interesting is there were some people making the case that they're not back because much of it looks the same. It just worked. If you thought the turnovers were fluky, like last night, how many of those plays where he was kind of throwing it up to the like Darrell Williams into the end zone a few weeks ago, those were turnovers. Like yeah. last night, he makes a miraculous catch. I'm not sure that to, to answer the big question, I'm not willing to say they are yet. I, I, I'd be more willing to say the second half Raiders are back. Yeah, I, I would say both because two reasons. One, and, and you're right, Joe, but I think there's a there's a way that Mahomes plays. Isn't it Steph Curry-ish? Like when Steph misses and yeah. he has an off night, it's like, that's a weird shot, but he makes those a lot. So we deal with it. And Mahomes is the way he plays, right? He, he plays the game like that. And more often than not, he does it. I would bet on Mahomes and Reed. That's why I, I, I love them in the game on Sunday. I just like, they're going to figure it out. They're too good. They're too great not to. But the Raiders yeah. here, look at their schedule moving forward. The Las Vegas Raiders have Cincinnati, who's off their bye, at Dallas on Thanksgiving, Washington, who I, I guess has a little pulse, and we'll get to them and what they did <laughs> yesterday. Kansas City, Cleveland, Denver, Colts. No, they're Chargers. toast. They're done. It's toast. over. So, I mean, it's the Raiders are toast. What, what's the Raiders not to make the playoff odds? <laughs> uh, whatever it is, I'm taking it right now because, yes, yeah. I agree. They're in some big trouble here. Last two weeks outscored, what? what is this, 64-30 to 30 against the Giants and the Chiefs. So it's bad. And, by the way, you mentioned Patrick Mahomes. He is 20-1 to 1 right now on FanDuel Sportsbook in the MVP race. Holy cow. 20-1. to He was 80-1 last week. Jeez. Okay, Raiders not to make the playoffs. Well, that flipped. They're a huge favorite. Minus 170 to not make the playoffs. Whew. I understand. 80 to 1 to 20 to 1. I'm still shocked by how much that jumped. Well, wow. there's no winner. You, do you guys agree that there's the odds may say it's Josh Allen and he will continue to be the favorite after the numbers that he threw up last night? Wait, I think Mahomes, I'd have to look at it. I think Mahomes and Allen were the only ones that went over 300. I think you're right, yeah. Yeah, and so Allen will stay the favorite, but so Mahomes has to make a big jump. He went from no shot to good shot, five touchdowns, no interceptions. And, and, and prime Joe time. G, I have to acknowledge you for putting the Titans so high in your power rankings because all they do is win. Oh my God. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to fade them over the next two months. It worked yesterday. It's going to keep working. (laughs) I don't know. We'll look at the number, but they play the, they play the Texans next week. So they're probably going to rack up another win next week before the fade starts. You don't think so? Uh Oh, I love this. I I don't know. I I mean, I just, these upsets, it's insane. So we had three more games with right. underdogs of at least a touchdown win. Last week, we had three games of underdogs at least a touchdown win outright. I'm not throwing anything away. I, I, I don't know. I don't I don't trust this Titans offense. And now Julio is, is on the IR. A.J. Brown had 16 yards yesterday. How'd they win? Defense. And because then they're play, playing Trevor Simeon, right? They're not even playing a real quarterback. All right, how about this? You mentioned upsets. Second consecutive week, four teams did this. Uh, last yesterday was Carolina, Miami, Minnesota, Washington. They entered the week under 500 and defeated a team that began in first place. Eight of these wins in the past two weeks, so four in each week. It's the most at this point of a season, and over these two weeks, it's 1970. It finally happened, right? There was so much just the big favorites winning over and over and over again. Aaron, this was inevitable. Like, this is the NFL. This is what we were, we were used to, and the beginning of this season was weird because it was like, I mean, those money line parlays, they were hitting 
I mean, you just teasers were perfect for the first couple weeks, and then it's all of a sudden it's like, oh. <laughs> This for okay. seven weeks. This is yes. the first week I didn't do a money line parlay, and I was sitting Good. back thinking, "Thank God, because this was yeah. a crazy Sunday." <laughs> so, how did we do overall? I know uh, we'll, we'll kind of recap how it fully went later. But Joe, you guys went three and two in the contest picks, right? Yeah, we went three and two in the contest. Chiefs were our best pick. New Orleans, maybe a lucky cover, maybe not. Woo! Depends what your perspective is. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, Detroit- what, what, before you go on. Okay, I'm glad you guys covered because I, as I watched that, when that roughing the passer penalty came in on Tannehill, uh, I felt for everyone who had the Saints because that was ridiculous. Like that was the points off the board. That's brutal. Again, Jerome or points Boger. on the board. Excuse me, Jerome Boger, Jerome Boger's crew, brutal. You're right. Uh, so some sweet justice there. At least we got the cover because I would not have been in a good uh, good place mentally. So Casey, New Orleans, Detroit, the winners. Cleveland, worst call of the day. Seattle's a terrible call. End up getting shut out for the first time in the Russell Wilson era. So three and two in the NFL. Uh, Joe G, kind of under the radar. We did it uh, in in a quick segment on Friday. We did well in college. Yep. Uh, I, I was three and one. I think Notre Dame was. I always get Notre Dame wrong. Notre Dame my my only loss there, but uh, we nailed it. With, Michigan, uh, Baylor, Baylor. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I I did well on the uh, Eagle. I had the Eagles yesterday. I felt like they were going to win that game, and I I was on the Chiefs. Boy, my whiff though was the the Falcons. Total whiff. Like, I thought they could keep that game. Holy that game, you, speaking about bounce backs, but I, I have to say one thing, and I know Paul's not with us. We'll be back tomorrow. But, Joe, I asked you and Paul, and we're going to do it this week. I said, please, after last week, after – what was the game last week? I said the – oh, it was the um, the, the Denver-Dallas game two weeks ago. All week on this show, I said it's too many points. So I asked you guys, please, when I say it's too many points this week, make me bet the game. And I said in the beginning of the week last week, Washington-Tampa's too many points. And you guys told me to stop betting the Washington football team, leave it alone. So there's a rule this week. Whatever I say on to, on today or tomorrow that's too many points on the lines this week, you have to make me take it on Friday. Deal? Did you did you say that about Detroit, too? I, I did, yeah. And I took I that. thought it about but the I Jets, so I took way. the Jets on the spread, and I whiffed on that yeah. one. So, you know, it can, it can always go either way. Right, it they can. got the Lions covered. Um, I also took the Broncos on the spread, missed out on that one. I, I This time, like I said, I didn't do a big old parlay like I had been, so I just did several, like, smaller bets. Um, Packers won, but, yeah, a couple of them did loss. I took the Jets, so I was kind of bummed about that one. That's interesting, Aaron, because, you know, at the end of the week, I realized, like, you know what? I haven't heard anybody make the case for the Bills and they're in a bounce back spot. And we've come, I did say it on the show that we've come way too far on Mike, now Smith again. Mike Smith, based on one touchdown drive on a Thursday night, a random second yeah. drive. And then we ignore the first drive when nothing happened. Uh, yeah, it, that's one of those things that dawned on me late in the week. I'm like, oh, it's probably going to be the Bills. It's probably going to be the Bills. Yeah. And, uh, and it was strange in that Dallas one, all of a sudden on Sunday morning, there's all this Falcon support. At one point, the line got all the way down to seven. Yeah, one line movement, that, that didn't work, right? The Falcons-Dallas. The yeah. Eagles line moved from, they were two and a half point dogs to favorites by kickoff. Obviously, someone was putting a lot of money on them. That worked out. We got a lot to talk about. Mike Lombardi next hour. We'll go over the overreactions. And are the Patriots real contenders in the AFC? Is that an overreaction? We'll hit that next. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. This is BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook.
These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.